So our spiritual paths or mm-hmm. beginnings are quite different. Yeah. Yeah, and our families are different. Yeah, very. Yeah, like um, we shared in the previous episode. Yeah, and when you when you spoke about because uh, people tend to think that uh, a nice uh, or a good family should come from the same spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. I you told us in the previous episode that your mother was a Christian and that your father was an atheist. Mm. Both my parents were in the Christian family movement Mm. and the Catholic family movement, sorry. And they both came from very religious families. And is it needed for a couple to lead the same spiritual path or have Mm. the same spiritual practices? I think it depends on the couple. Let's say my parents, Mm -hmm. they had the same values. Yeah. Even if they called themselves different things. I mean, my dad never called himself an atheist, by the way, but, you know, he was not a Christian. Mm -hmm. He was actually pretty much against. So he was like agnostic, like not believing in a... He didn't say anything. In a religion. No, he didn't say that he was... Sometimes you don't have to define it, but he was very... Uh, like they both were very spiritual beings, like in tune with nature, yeah. in tune with, uh, you know, the universe, intuition, all of that. So if you have the same values and, but I, I don't have any firsthand experience on how it is to be in a family where uh, where religion is so strong. We We said grace prior eating. We went to church every Friday. Mm. We uh, all all of us we did like the like the first first communion, we did our confirmation in church, we were to church camps, so but, church was a very important part of our but lives. Those things that you mentioned, that's yeah. that that was positive things, right? Things that made you feel good, or uh, I think that everything of- went well until I became a teenager. Mm. Prior being a teenager and being a kid, I I think that the faith or the beliefs that you have as a kid when you still believe in Santa Claus mm. and the tooth fairy and all that, <laughs> you don't question that your parents are great people and that life as you see it is perfect, right? Mm. But when you start to to grow and you start to realize that all these things that people say about uh, you're going to get deviated from the path and it's very hard to get back into the path mm. when you... So when, when you're talking about your background, yeah. what is the path? What is the qualifications of being on the path? The qualifications would be um, being uh, like a carob angel that has no sex. For example, like... You being, only have sex in marriage. You only have yeah. sex in marriage. Mm-hmm. You grow... Um, of course, uh, you you are... You need to be heterosexual. Uh, you need to be respectful of the Ten Commandments and the seven precepts, the, the things that you need to obey for 
God to um, love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like love is not unconditional. Love is more. If you do this, I will mm-hmm. give you eternal life, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's a. You can say, and I I respect uh, people that believe in this because I know that some people are happy with this because mm-hmm. they are very devotional beings. Yeah. I always questioned everything. Yeah. I, I always wanted the science behind the thing. So mm-hmm. when I grew up, I started trying to research where if there were if there was any proof about the existence of Jesus and where the cross was <laughs> and I started to read about the crusades and I wanted to know where Jerusalem was and um, because okay <laughs> everyone talks about this I, I want to know right you know when we spoke about that our um, our paths yes. are very similar but so yeah. different because when I started you know meditating at a very young age yeah. I was questioning everything too and I was like okay so, so you started you you want to know okay who is this Jesus yeah right and then yeah, yeah. where is Jerusalem yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like okay who is this Marishi guy yeah. and what is a consciousness and why does my parent talk about enlightenment you know and then I had to study that because yeah. I said okay can I get uh, you know learn more techniques yeah. and then they said no because you are not ready and I okay. said what do you mean not ready no you need to be uh, uh, they could say things like, your consciousness level is not there yet. <laughs> wow, that's a complex thing for a kid, even for a grown-up, yeah, to understand but, what you're talking about. Yeah, but that's kind of the answers I got when I wanted to be initiated in more techniques. And and that's why I st- started to question things too and study and like, okay, yeah. so who are they to decide if I am on that level? Yeah, Because I felt I was ready, you know. <laughs> How old were you then? Um, I started when I was nine, ten, I think when I was like 12, 13 yeah, years old. Teenager. Yeah, I you was start, like, okay. Yeah, there, there mm-hmm. is a point when you arrive to that age yeah. where you, you didn't question anything, right? You were mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, mm-hmm. no, wait a second. And what I think is funny listening to your story is we both started questioning, you know, what is yeah. going on here? Who's Jesus and who is... Uh, you know Maharishi, what is consciousness yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> what is Jerusalem? What is Nirvana? You yeah. know, and we started out on this spiritual path that yeah. we are both in and out, <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and uh, now we sit here and we have kind of ended up in the same um, in the same room, same room, and with a lot of the same um, reflections on yeah. what what is this. And we're so, going to go deeper into that, but yeah, yeah. but I, I like it because this is a, this is proof that we are part of something bigger, mm. and this is proof that the the thirst, the the hunger that mm. human beings have uh, underneath, behind is is a sense of belonging. Yeah. At first, we belong to our families, and we are, you could say, we are born in a clan mm. that has a, yeah. a certain structure. Mm. But in time, we start to search for our own tribe, right? And I know that the listeners out there are resonating with us because somehow they know that maybe they belong to this tribe Mm. where being spiritual is being kind of a rebel and also wanting the sense of belonging and Mm. questioning. 
a lot of things because we we are in a culture in this new age culture where everything is fed us mm. like in a certain way yeah and i feel like as spirituality has become commercialized Ooh, a lot. we have a lot of different uh, communities mm. that will not fit for everyone either yeah. and um so you know when i grew up it was we were called alternative Yeah. You know like it's we were alternatives. That's oh, what you know. Oh, well, yeah, we were orthodox. We, yeah, yeah, of course. You yeah. You didn't even say like um we were like uh, on the spiritual path. Mm. We were just alternative people. Yeah. That that's what we were called back in the days. <laughs> And that was just for everyone. Uh it was for everyone who didn't, you know, do the common things. Yeah. It was for people who, you know, had um this uh, clothes made of earth colors and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stone washed clothes yeah, yeah. and going to Steiner school and kindergarten. We um, were, yeah, we would consider you uh, hippies. Hippies, yeah. yeah. But I think hippies was, that was the thing you used to call alternative people in the 70s. Yeah. And then, you know, more and more people became hippies and then it turned out to be just, okay, alternative yeah, people. Flat, yeah. And I feel like we were all in one box, big box. Yeah, it was just meditation and yoga and uh, vegetarian food. Yeah, we were all alternatives. And now, like twenty, thirty years later, alternative has become all these different communities mm -hmm. of spiritual directions and belief systems, almost like mini religions. And that is not Actually, good. That is not yeah. good too. Actually, I, I was thinking that that okay. For for some people to simplify it, they made it like like in a less specific box or a specific mm -hmm. structure. What, what I like about what we had been sharing is the idea that family can be uh, a place where you start the spiritual path and then mm. you, it, it becomes your own. Mm. There is, for example, I don't know if it happens to you with the partner that you have now, if you share the same, maybe the same spiritual values, but different spiritual practices, or you do the same. I like the idea on how the family path mm. that we had been through mm. transforms into what we do as in our lives, in our yeah. loving relationships. Would you like to talk about that? Yeah, because what I think is important yeah. uh, when I'm teaching yeah. you know, meditation, you know, like I always say, you have to find out for yourself. Yeah. We have to be a little bit cautious when you are in the spiritual community that yeah. we don't go into making mini religions. Yeah. That's why I stopped calling myself a Buddhist. I was calling myself a Buddhist until the late 20s. And now my spiritual practice is just nurturing my soul and my body and my mind. And no trying, structure whatsoever. Not really. I had a lot of structure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the structure is not there anymore. <laughs> Okay, so and the goal is not to be enlightened. The goal is just to have as much um, happiness and joy and love I can. Isn't that enlightenment? I don't know what it is, but it's so nice to not try to figure out what enlightenment is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 I would like to end this with a with a tip with an ohm. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, with an ohm. No, no uh, mm, with a with a tip. To our uh, listeners out there, um, what would be your take 
in the next step. Okay, you you start building a spiritual practice. Maybe you come from a home that provided something different. And uh, in the prior episode, we said everything is sacred. Uh, what would you what would you say now? Just believe in yourself and uh, start practicing how to you know develop your senses hmm. we are taking care of our body and we are looking for you know getting the perfect shape or eating healthy and reading to elevate our minds mm -hmm. and we forget our soul and our spirit that is the practice you know when we take care of that too food for the soul yeah and when you start doing that the rest will come okay food for the soul i what I can add on top of that is it's so important to listen ourselves. We listen. had been we had been told many times during life, especially in our formative years, to listen to others mm. that we forget how to listen to ourselves. Mm. And I think that the next step is listen and try to see what you need. What what are you thriving to become part yeah. of? Yeah. Okay. So just start listening to yourself and your gut feeling and 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 smile more, be more happy. Yeah. And we're going deeper into that yeah, too, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> how to open that gate of love. <laughs> let's, let's, yeah. I love that. Uh, thank, thank you so you. much for today. Thank you. Thank you for this episode.